and boom there it is ladies and gents let's do this another round with our guest today let's get yourself unstuck back on the path and on to your dream life one step at a time let's find out what it takes to do that on this episode here we go shut up and sit down look a business can give you everything you want in life prestige wealth freedom it can also take everything away from you this show is for those who are willing to take that risk these are the real life stories of entrepreneurs but before we start i have one small favor to ask please leave a comment it could be advice critiques tips feedback or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency so thank you and welcome to another episode of business Plus. All right, ladies and gents, today we have a special guest who's dedicated their life to helping people overcome obstacles and reach their goals. Our guests has faced challenges in their own, of their own, and through overcoming those challenges, he's discovered a formula to help others do the same. He's put uh, this formula into a new transformational book that provides solutions to problems that keep people stuck. The book covers five pillars, including getting out of your own way, get clear on what you want, relationships, game plan, and shift. And with a forward written by a personal and professional development icon, Steve Seibel, this book is designed to be a growth resource for anyone looking to make a bigger impact and realize their full potential. So let's welcome back to the show, the author of Think and Grow You, Mr. Chris Felton. All right, Chris, let's do this thing, man. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me, brother. The best right. intros in podcasting is you guys. <laughs> I love That's it. what we do, man. It's all about having fun. So let's do Amen. this. Think and grow you. We talked a little bit about getting yourself unstuck last time you were here. And uh, you got this book coming around the corner. Tell me, man, what is it that you want to get off your chest? What do you want to share with the audience? Yeah, no, man, just, uh, you know, have been an entrepreneur for 24 years. I know what it's like to be stuck. I know what it's like to live in fear, doubt, worry. Uh, I don't know if you've ever felt stuck, my friend, but uh, I also oh, yeah. know what it's, I know what it's like to be feeling like you're doing everything possible and nothing changes. It's like totally frustrating. Uh, yeah. yeah, totally frustrating. And having coached thousands of people over the last several years, it's also painful as a coach to watch people get so stuck that they think that giving up is really the only way. And I was really, really close to doing that, uh, but I didn't, thank God. And so I went all in on my personal growth and development and experienced a ginormous transformation. And uh, I just want to share that with as many people as possible so that they can, uh, you know, learn from my mistakes and the wisdom that I learned from, that I gleaned from that and, you know, get better results than me in a shorter period of time with less investment and just want to make an impact. That's why I wrote the book. All right. Let me share with you this morning. Um, my message was uh, around consistency and building a, a habit to success. Cause oftentimes we look at people that we admire that have reached the level of success and we think it, came overnight, right? They're like, look at that guy. He got lucky. He got an opportunity. Look where he is now. But what we fail to see in that story is the little habits, the little processes that they do every single day. I like a, I like a story that I heard Kobe talking about, you know, 
dream and everybody looks at, you know, being the NBA and having all the money and all the highlights as the dream. But he says it's waking up every day and being in the gym when there's nobody else there, when you're doing the work and nobody else is around to see it. That's really where the dream lies. And I think too many people, when you talk about giving up, they give up on the process and the consistency, which ultimately ends up where they don't achieve that goal that they're looking for. That's the true giving up. What's, what's been your experience when you talk about think and grow you, what are we thinking about and what are we growing? Yeah. I mean, the, the message through the book is it's basically, you know, all my stories of I was stuck. I realized I was stuck. And then I did these things to shift, you know, in my relationships, my money, my business, my spirituality, I mean, you name it. And so what happens is we, we have to be intentional about our growing. We have to be. Um, and, and I start the book off with, you know, a life spent seeking comfort results in an entirely uncomfortable existence, right? A life spent seeking comfort results in an entirely uncomfortable existence. And so if you aren't intentional about your growth and development, and that's the message through the book is you have to be willing to change. You must, must, must do the work. But the third part that I think people miss out on that I luckily didn't, I knew it, the work would be worth it. The work's going to be worth it. So you got to humble down. You got to be willing to change. You must do the work, but the work is going to be worth it. And so when my back was against the wall and we were $250,000 in credit card debt and my wife's like, figure this out or else, um, dude, it wasn't optional, right? I had to change because based on the results in my life, my way wasn't working too well. So my commitment to her and I've kept it ever since. And it's, you know, shoot, 15 years since. Um, I'm going to go all in and growing me. And I'm going to be I'm going to be like an Olympic athlete is with their sport. Right. I, I'm all in. Right. Are, are Olympic athletes interested in success or are they committed? And I got committed to committed. it. And, you know, that that's what changed everything. Let's talk about the focus, right? I've always heard the acronym for focus was follow one course until successful, right? That's that's what focus stands for. And the the issue I personally had early on um, was what am I going to focus on? Like, how do you make that decision on what's so important? Because I think we always go after the big, the easy target, right? We're like, well, I want more money. I want more fame. I want more time. And those all sound great. But how do you focus in on those things to make them a reality of, of your life? How do we get, you know, what, what habits am I going to have to put into place so that I start making more money? More money can just be anything. It could be something as, uh, you know, go out and buy a bunch of lotto tickets and then hopefully you get more money. Like, how do I focus in my attention on deciding on one thing and then kind of being focused to make that successful before I add on to my plate? Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. You know, we're uh, we're February timeframe, right? Talking about this, and you know, six short weeks ago, everybody was like, "Yeah, New Year, 2023," and you know, they set 25 goals, and you know, they sign up for a gym <laughs> membership, and everything's going to transform, and everything's going to change, and usually by mid-February, right? Today's February 15th. They can't find the gym they signed up for, and they can't find their goals. So. Definitely, man. I'm spot on. Like it, it's way too, way too many things. And so 
for me, it's always been like, I'm going to focus on shifting a habit and I'm going to focus 60 to 70 days. So I'm going to pick one. Okay. Like the one I'm working on right now is like, I'm just going to have way better awareness around time. And where am I blowing time? That's the one I've been working on for like the last, you know, 45 days. I'm just going to have a better awareness. So how much am I picking up my phone? How much am I, right? So now I'm just, I'm getting more aware of my time. That's what I'm working on right now. And what, what I found is when I got on this is if I could shift five to seven things a year, okay, if I could shift five to seven things a year over a decade, dude, that's tremendous growth. So instead of trying to fix, you know, 80 things, fix one. And so the question is, what is the one thing I need to work on for the next 60, 70, 90 days that would be transformational, that would make the biggest impact, whatever that is. And then the key, brothers, if you want to change your life, you schedule it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. Putting it on the calendar makes all the difference in the world because if it's not on the calendar, it doesn't exist for me. Now, your book talks about five pillars, right? You have five pillars that you that you put together. For me, there are four things that I focused on that I, I decided I was going to focus on this year. Um, and those are the goals that I have for myself. It's $30,000 a month net to myself versus just general gross revenue goal. Uh, I want to be in the best shape of my life. I want to motivate others to be better. And uh, the last one is I want to make sure I have a loving relationship at home. And my daily, my weekly tasks are aligned with those goals. I know what I'm focusing on every day to make sure that I'm reaching and attaining those, those targets that I, that I set for myself. So for me, those are when I look at my calendar, when you're talking about my time spots, every time I block a spot, is it aligned with one of those pillars that I'm working with? And if it is cool, I'm definitely working on that. If it's not, I should probably reconsider that time spot to focus my attention on something that's actually truly going to make me happy, uh, which is attaining the one of those four goals. What were the pillars that you focused on and how do they kind of revolve around your lifestyle and helping other people grow theirs? Well, I mean, the, the pillars in the book, right? It's, it's so, so the problem I solve is stuck. Okay. So how do we get unstuck? One is uh, the first pillar is we got to we got to get out of our own way. OK. And, and what does that mean? Getting out of your own way is what are my self-sabotaging patterns? OK. Do I worry too much? Do I care too much about what other people think? Right. Am I, you know, am I uh, am I constantly looking at the weapon of mass distraction? Right. That's what this thing is. So, you know, what's the thinking that's creating that, right? Or I, I, I take offense or whatever it is. Uh, usually, you know, am I, do I play victim? Whatever it is. If it's not serving you, that's something you wanna, you're gonna wanna work on. And you, be got, you have to become aware of how you self-sabotage. We all have self-sabotaging patterns. Judgment, right? Judging others, judging ourselves. That's public enemy number one. So being aware of how do I get my own way? The second pillar is what do I do to shift? So I give a lot of tools in there of like, okay, so when that pattern starts happening, what do I do to shift my thinking? What are the things that I do differently? Okay. The, the third pillar of the book is relationships because everything you want in life comes from and through people and you can't have a happy life without having great relationships. Um, the, the fourth is, you know, game planning. So I talked, I worked with a coach for four years who said, Chris, you're a great goal setter. You are a horrific goal achiever. <laughs> and he taught me how to take the, 
how to take the big goal and break it down into, into small things, right. That I knew I could do. And then the last, which I actually think is really the first, but just the way I wrote the book, I put it at the last, which is the dream, which is the clarity of what I'm going after. So what you just went through, my friend, almost nobody can do that. Almost nobody can say, these are the four things I'm focusing on. And, and then the next step is, here's why those things are really important to me. So it's, it's the stating of what, but what's the deep dive of the why, which is the gas for the Ferrari that's in your, that's in your garage, is the why and the compelling emotional reasons. And so like 1% of people, hey, what's your number one aim for the year? Almost nobody can communicate it. And they definitely can't communicate in under 30 seconds. And they usually can't give you more. They can't give you more than three reasons why. So anyway, those are the those are the pillars in the book. And those are the things that made the biggest impact, you know, in my life. But, but kudos to you for actually knowing what you're aiming for. That's that's the first step. Yeah, I failed enough to uh, realize that if I don't have that written goal down. And by the way, I write it often. Right. I have a card literally sitting on my desk over here that has those four things on it. Um, I have a morning journal that I keep track of my workout schedules, my to do list, my minimum standards. And at the very top of every page, the first thing I do is I write down those four things. Now, it's every other day for those, but it's still there constantly being at the top of my mind so that I know exactly what I'm doing every single day and why I'm doing it. Because I think we lose focus on that a lot. You know, when you talk about getting out of your own way, I think oftentimes we allow things to start to distract us, right? There's, uh, you know, kids that, that we have to take to soccer practice or there's, you know, the, the wife has a family thing that we got to take care of or, you know, you got student papers to grade in my situation, right? There's always things that are going to come up in life and oftentimes we don't prioritize what we want. We just kind of let life take us in a direction and before we know it, Time flies either way, but you haven't achieved that goal that you're looking for. So talk to me about own, you know, getting out of your own way. What's that? What's the most important thing that we need to realize so that we know we're in our way and we can get out of it? Yeah, it's 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 really it. I mean, you know, what, what I had to do is I had to finally buy into that my thinking actually creates my life. Yeah. Right. And and the one the one thing I honed in on was shifting my relationship with money. Okay. And what my, my coach said is he said, Hey, you don't have a money problem. You have a money project like that. That phrase changed my life. Right. Because we view problems differently than we do projects. Problems. We face an obstacle problems stay in our lives for years. Projects. We bust through obstacles projects. We see them to the end. And so I had a money, I had a money project. So how was I getting in my own way around money? How could I be a CPA and a financial advisor and be absolutely broke? Well, there was jacked up thinking around it. So I got a journal. I wrote the word money at the very top of the page. And I wrote down everything I make up about that word. And, mm. and, and I, share, I, share, I share in the book what those were. You know, money won't make you happy. Rich people are crooks. Uh, you know, the, the rich people take advantage of, of, of poor people. Like, I mean, just all it was like 2025, like just literally limiting beliefs, massive head trash. And I'm like, and I share with my coaches, like, well, that's why you're broke. 
Because, dude, you know what to do, right? But you're doing this. So how, how do we close the gap between what we know to do and what we actually do? That was the first step. So that's how I was getting in my way. And I had four to five predominant thoughts around money. And I'm like, okay, the project is I have to shift that to something more empowering. So it was like, okay, money's a scorecard of value that I bring in other people's lives. Okay, that's cool. Um, if I'm growing, my money's growing. Making and saving big money is easy. So these became affirmative things I say to myself all the time. And then when I go down the path of a habitual thought, and you, you know how it is, man. I've been thinking that way for decades. I'm not going to spin out of it in 60 to 70 days. But when it would be like, oh, rich people, I, mean, I, 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 I literally say that, <laughs> right? And, and then I'd say, okay, but I'm a good guy. Money's going to make me better. So, so for me, it was, it was being aware of not allowing my mind to wander down a, 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 an old familiar path that was creating broke. It, so that, so it was the shifting and the planting. And then, you know, my favorite quote of Mel Robbins is it, it doesn't work overnight, but it does work over time. And that's what happened to me. Eventually my thoughts aligned with money and then the results showed up. Yeah. Your mind is one of those things that uh, you have to kind of work on. I love learning about psychology and the way the mind works because it's fascinating how simple it is to change your way of thinking. It's not easy to do, but it's actually very simple, the process in which our mind works. We really, uh, you know, I, I'm a big Marvel fan and uh, we're entering the world of the multiverse, right? So I, I'm going to watch Ant this weekend. Uh, and he's going to go into the quantum realm. But the multiverse is kind of a fascinating concept if you really think about it in the way that we have our own realities. Each and every one of us is experiencing our own universe inside our mind. And so the reality that we create in here becomes the reality that we that we actually live out in the real world. And I, I find it really uh, interesting that things never happen to you really they happen around you and they only happen when you're focusing your attention on those particular things when you're not thinking about those things the rest of the world ceases to exist it's only in the reality that we have in our mind so if we can shift our thinking then we're going to shift our own reality and make our own personal universe that much better so let me ask you because the next step is about shifting your thinking how do we do that how do we start to see our universe differently from what we were programmed growing up. Yeah. I mean, I, I, what's, what's worked for me, right. Is, um, you know, that first step of like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a formula. It's there's me plus a thought equals a result. So if I don't like the result, there's me and then there's my thinking. So, so first step is defining point a, you know, to, to get there. And one of the techniques I, right. right so, so part, and then, you know, having a morning routine, right. It's, it's super important that you spend at least 30 minutes a day, like what you're talking about, you know, journaling, visualizing, imaging, whatever it is. Um, because if you spend 30 minutes a day, that's four and a half working weeks over a year, over a decade, it's, 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 it's monstrous. And so people that struggle, Right. They try to fix 25 things at once and then they, get, they don't get anything done where it's like. And so what they discount is they discount the compounding of small things over time. Mm. And so what can you do? Because it is powerful. 
so my routine was, you know, and I spent a lot more time because I was, I was, dude, I was, I was all in, right? And so I was up early and I was spending an hour, two hours a day. I'm not saying you got to do that. Um, but I had to change my life because my back was against the wall and I was about ready to lose big time. So the more I could spend, the more I, I did. But the morning routine and then combined with becoming aware, right? So, but the, you do the morning routine and then you got to execute your plan, whether you're ready or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause there's a lot of people like, well, I'm going to fix myself. Then I'm going to get going. Well, you're going to, you're going to be waiting a long freaking time. So you do the work, execute your plan, whether you're ready or not. And then for me, it was just having an awareness. I would have a go-to affirmation for the day or for the week. And anytime my mind would go down a rabbit hole, I just say, yep. And I would get intentional about what I wanted, right? Because what you discussed before is people suffer from intention deficit disorder, right? Yep. Like, and so they're they're living like a beach ball in the ocean of life, just getting bounced around based on the waves on the outside. But the more you focus inside, then the more the outside will match up to what's going on inside. So a routine, go-to thought process, and enjoy the process, man. Like I think that's super important. I say multiple times in the book, there's no happy ending to an unhappy journey. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. And I love the morning routine thing because my morning routine. Now, if I explain it to somebody, they're going to look at me like I'm crazy. I'm up at 420 in the morning. I got my workout that I do. And then after that, I go on my six mile run. And that's where my mind is really focusing on what I'm going to do for this day or how am I going to accomplish whatever I'm going to accomplish for that, for that scheduled day. Uh, and I'm reflecting back on what I wrote in my journal the night before on what my calendar looks like and what my priorities are. All that is going on. It's about an hour and a half in the morning that I, okay. that I do that now, but it's always improving. I mean, you know, it, it, it didn't start off that way. It got better and better over time. And that's where the shift kind of happened. Um, then the next phase in my life, this is the one that I'm actually really focused, uh, to improve upon is the relationship side. I mean, you're, you're, I've done over 1100 episodes of the podcast. I have a huge network of people, but I don't really have a community built around what I've done. And I think that's where for me enhancing that next level in that relationship will take my business to also the next level. Um, and it comes in, in, in part of it is getting rid of some of those relationships that are detrimental to my day that aren't really helpful in getting me to where I want to go and focusing my attention on the relationships that are going to enhance where I'm going, that we have the same and similar mindsets, goals, and aspirations. So when you talk about relationships in the book, what do you mean um, in order to, to make someone successful in, in, in getting unstuck? Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, probably the, the story that I get asked, I mean, uh, I, I like, I'm like 50 podcasts into my book launch here. Right. But everybody wants me to talk about, you know, forgiveness and, um, and, and I know, you know, that's, that's a huge thing. And the, the story on that was, you know, I'm like, I got to change. So I hired a coach with money I didn't have that worked with me for about four years. And we did the first meeting uh, together. We, we, we did a coaching session every week and he's like, okay, you know, I thought I needed the strategies and the tactics and the plans and all that and the how to's, but that wasn't it. And he said, okay, here's your homework assignment. And I was excited, you know, cause I'm a CPA, I'm a financial guy. I'm like, Oh, goody homework. <laughs> yay, homework. And he said, you need to forgive your ex-wife. Uh-huh. 
And I'm like, I thought you were on my side. <laughs> like, she's a horrible freaking person. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and and he said, dude, if you don't do it, I fire you. I'll keep I'll keep your money that you paid me. It's not optional. You, right. Because what he taught me, brother, was, you know, it's not time management, it's energy management. Mm. And we have energy leaks. And I'm 51. I have better energy at 51 than I did at 41, probably even 31, because I, I don't have a, I don't have a lot of energy leaks on resentment and judgment and all that. Anyway, so I'm like, all right, all right, okay, I'm coachable. How do I do that? And he said, grab when we're done talking, grab a pad of paper, write her name at the top of the piece of paper, and write down everything you appreciate about her. Ooh. And I'm like, oh my god. Dude, I've never stared at a blank piece of paper for an hour. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, he is so right. You want to talk about a massive energy leak? And oh, and he said this. This is what this is what hooked me. He said, if you don't forgive her, you'll be broke your entire life. That's what he said. Ooh. And I and I didn't debate that. And so I wrote down, she's a great mom. And then and he said, do it the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day. Then, you know, the next day I'm like, okay, like, you know, her parents are really good to me. Uh, we got two great kids. Uh, maybe she's trying to teach me. Maybe she's my greatest teacher, right? Like just all these things are coming through. And then, you know, a few weeks into it, I'm on a run. I don't really need to do the, do the writing. I just, I have this ongoing list, right? You and I are talking about mindset. You know how the mind works, right? You, you start creating these new neural pathways, that wire and fire. So what happened over time, brother, is my my view of her totally shifted. And then it was like, you know, Merry Christmas text, Happy Mother's Day. Thanks for you do all you do with my kids and all this, dude. And, um, you know, I, I could we could do a whole show on that. But the blessing my, now my kids are 21 and 18 and they're thriving. They're total superstars. Um, but that forgiveness exercise it unlocked everything. And yeah. that's, that's it. That's a, anyway, I mean, everybody wants peace, dude. Forgiveness is the path to peace. And if you got people that you need to forgive often yourself in your morning routine, you, you should, you should probably create a list of people that you're resenting and you got to go through the process of, of, of the forgiveness. It's uh, it's massive that's a good example of, of your, your game plan, right? It's not always the game plan that you think you need, but it's the game plan that is absolutely necessary for you to, to continue to move forward. You can't continue to bear the weight of your entire past on your shoulders and then still expect to be moving at a fast pace. You got to clear the load at some point so that you can sprint to that next finish line. Cause the last thing we have here on our list is, is the clarity is to know exactly where you're going. And if you can shed all that weight, that's what the game plan is about, shedding all that weight, you're going to be able to have a clarity for your dream. You want to uh, close us out here with, with the clarity? Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, the analogy, I, I mean, you, you gave the, the, the shedding of the weight. I mean, you know, 20 years ago and 20 pounds ago, I, I used to run marathons, right? And I can't imagine getting to the start line and somebody comes up and attaches a bowling ball around my ankle mm -hmm. and says, go. Well, that's what we do, carrying that baggage. But yeah, I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit. It, it's I, I, I think 
the clarity and knowing what you want. I mean, I think it's a topic in personal development that people, I mean, it, it gets beat up. Every personal development expert says, you got to know what you want. You got to get clear. You got to do all that. And people will hear that like they're hearing this and they'll do what I did for many years. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need to do that. And then mm -hmm. it's, you know, then it's squirrel, right? Then they, right. Then the weapon of mass distraction enters. And so, you know, I heard that message for about seven years. And then I, I tell a story in, in the, in the book about an incident from a leader in my life that woke me up and he's like, you you're trying to figure out the how to's you have no idea where you're going. And the reason I'm kicking your ass is I know what I want. I can explain it in under a minute and I can give you all the reasons why you can't. So you jack around with how am I going to do it? Mm -hmm. and so that, so that, that day my wife and I sat down and I'm like, we need to get free financially. Well, how do you define it? Well, it's, it's this and it's this and it's this and it's this. And then we spent an hour going, why do we care about that? And so fast forward, I think it's about 60 days after that, I'm in front of my top mentors, you know, multiple, multiple hundreds of millions. And he'd been asking me for, for years, what do you want? What are you aiming for? And I'd be like, well, I'm going to make money and stuff. And <laughs> right? you know what it's like, man, people stand. I know exactly they, what it's like. They yeah. hesitate and you're like, and he said, what are you aiming for? I said, this is what we're aiming for. We're, here's how we're going to measure. Bah, 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 bah. And here's why. I don't want to fight with my wife ever around money again. I want to see my kids when I want to see them because they lived in Atlanta. I lived in Colorado. I can't teach you anything I'm not living. Um, you know, so all these reasons, mainly tied back to people, not really tied to stuff. That's where the juice is. And he said, there's no doubt, no doubt in my mind. There's so much certainty and clarity in your voice. You're clear. And we crush those things. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't, I can't, I don't really know what I want. Well, stop the freaking madness, schedule the time, get a pad of paper, write that at the top. What do I really, really, really want? And fight your egos. Like, you know, once you get past that first 10 or 15, 20 minutes, you, you break the crust and you get in this area, this, this vein of gold and you start writing spirit speaks through you. It's unfreaking believable and you'll have something that's just, it's masterful. And then, then you can game plan around it. So clarity is everything, dude. It totally is. So let's get clear on if people want to reach out to you, they want to work with you. They want to get a copy of your book. How can they do that? Yeah, it's uh, so uh, thinkrowyou.com. Also, you can go to chrisfelton.me. Um, we're in pre-order phase right now. Uh, we hit Amazon bestseller last Saturday, so that was pretty freaking cool. Uh, we actually hit number two in Canada, which was cool. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're rocking and rolling. And uh, uh, I can, you can also engage me for keynotes. I got some really cool workshops. The book is phenomenal. And the fact that it's really simple, it's easy, it's actionable. And I got about six or seven workshops in the book. So I'm always available to uh, to work out a workshop with somebody uh, that wants it for their team. So perfect. Chris, thank you very much for coming on the show again. Always a pleasure talking to you. Get your mindset right, ladies and gentlemen. I know sometimes you feel stuck like 
every single day is the same. Like you you have these goals that you set in January 1st and then come the next year, you feel like you haven't achieved those goals. It all starts with this. Uh, Chris has laid out five pillars to help you get squared away. Get yourself unstuck. Make sure you guys check it out. Think, uh, thinkgrowyou.com, thinkgrowyou.com. And Chris, thank you very much again for coming on the program. Ladies and gents, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. And Thanks, we're brother. out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast. But not just any podcast. Podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today.